Welcome to the Trail Ahead. Um, I'm your host, Trail Echo. This program is brought to you by the Fort St. John Co-op. I'm sitting here with a very cool individual that does a lot of inspiring work. Her name is Laura Doyle Linklater. But you have a traditional name. How do I say that? Oh, so um, it's I baby Nidalee. So they call me Grandpa's baby, but Shoithli in my Gwich'in language um, is like, I'm happy, you're a happy person. So I grew up always kind of being the center of attention, making people laugh mm-hmm. and always talking. You know, my dad said when I was a kid that the only quiet time there ever was was when I fell on my chin and needed stitches and couldn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> so really, like, yeah, that's that's where that came from. Yeah. I want to know some more about you. You're Gwich'in from up north. Mm-hmm. Where are you from? Um, so I'm actually um, come from two communities. Um, my grandmother and grandfather are from two separate Gwich'in communities. Mm-hmm. So uh, Van Tut, which is Old Crow yeah. territory, and Tetlit J, which is uh, Fort McPherson. So yeah. one is actually the northern tip of the Yukon. Um, so that's Yukon First Nations. And then Fort McPherson is um, NWT. Um, and that's my band yeah. where I um, registered with. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, so that's where you're from. Yeah. Um, how did you get here? We, because you're from up north. We're yeah. sitting in Fort St. John right now, but you currently reside in Alberta. Yeah, yeah. It was a really cool journey. Um, obviously, I never planned to be in Fort St. John. It just happened. My partner got work here, um, and we ended up here. But my journey started a long time ago. I actually left home when I was around 15, um, went to Alberta with my mom, who was working in social work at the time. Mm-hmm. And she left me there. She went back home. <laughs> <laughs> Um, not at 15 years old, <laughs> mind you, but um, she wanted to go back home to the Yukon. That's just where her heart was, and I stayed, and I met my partner yeah. um, when I was 18, and we stayed in Alberta for a few years and then came over here. So I was actually in Fort St. John for 10 years and yeah. loved the community. Um, sad to be gone. Yeah. I created a lot of deep roots here, mm-hmm. met a lot of really amazing people that I would say gave me a start um, in the career path that I'm on right now. Yeah. Wow. yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know you were here for 10 years. Yeah. Um, What did you do in those 10 years? Um, Well, I am a mother of three kids, so that itself came with a lot of work. Um, Both my boys played competitive hockey growing up here. Um, I was actually an esthetician originally um, when I moved here, so I worked out of my home, met a lot of fabulous ladies that I worked with. However, it just wasn't really fulfilling. I grew up traditionally... um, as a young child, my dad was a guide, so I yeah. grew up in the NWT Yukon hunting, spending my time in wall tents on the land, being surrounded by my family. So there was something missing. Yeah. I was living in this beautiful North, you know, peace area, northeastern BC, and I really wasn't doing what I loved. So mm-hmm. I got back to the land, I got back to my language, and I got back to my cultural practices. Yeah. And that kind of thrust me into wanting to really do community work. I started volunteering um, with Aboriginal Head Start within the schools. Um, the schools would ask me to come in and teach beading. I did yeah. that. 
Um, and I worked for different organizations locally and did like summit making workshops and stuff like that and started making connections more and more in the community. Um, I am a high tanning student. That's also mm -hmm. something else I do to practice my culture. I always say it's a form of radical representation of who we are. I'm an, currently an urban indigenous person. So I tan moose hides out in front of my garage. Yeah. I make sure it's visible, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's kind of how I like disrupt the system. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> like, cool. I want people to see it, right? Yeah. It's a part of our culture and it's a beautiful part. Yeah, it's something to be proud of, for sure. Yeah, so that, um, yeah, I started doing that work and then I had the opportunity, my girlfriend Mandy put me up for a position um, with the school district and I started as a youth care worker after I finished my diploma at the Northern Lights College. I also work there too. Mm -hmm. Had the pleasure of working with a lot of elders in the community, made a lot of connections and brought that work into my youth care work um, at Burbos as an Indigenous youth care worker um, and made even more connections there and yeah. was really able to connect with the community on a different level with the youth um, and that was really fulfilling work. I held moose hide camps at the school, did language yeah. programs. Um, and you were with me today. Yeah. You were there, and there was not one person there that wasn't like, oh, what's up, Laura? You know, it was like yeah. a homecoming. I just feel at home when I'm here. It's yeah. a great feeling. Oh, yeah, you had lots of hugs every time <laughs> we went down. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you mentioned, like, getting back to your language and getting back on the land. Don't really want to say why, but what drove you? Um, like, what, like, what was the drive to get back to your, like, indigenous roots? Yeah, so I never really left me, but I think during the pandemic and even before that, um, social media really created space for Indigenous people to open up their culture mm -hmm. and showcase it in such a positive and beautiful way. Um, I never felt that I really had representation as an Indigenous woman or a Gwich'in woman. Yeah. Being away from my home, I always said for the years that I left the Yukon and was living here, I felt like an orphan. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm Gwich'in, I'm not Cree, I'm not Beaver, you know, yeah. like, who am I? I didn't have my people around me, I didn't have, you know, jigging around me, I didn't have my traditional food, my caribou, like, my mom would send it to me, yeah. but it's still, I felt alone, yeah. you know? So just really knowing that I had children to raise that needed to be rooted in their culture, that mm -hmm. needed to know who they were for an identity, yeah. um, purpose was one of the biggest driving factors to really immerse myself. It yeah. never left me. I say that sometimes it just went dormant because I got busy in life, you yeah. know, but our ancestors have a way of pulling us back, reminding mm -hmm. us what's important. Yeah, it is really cool. Yeah. And then, like, your kids are, were one of your kids are going back up north to stay with your uncle? Yeah, my uncle lives in Inuvik, yeah. um, and he's building a cabin on our traditional hunting territory. Yeah. So my son's 16 years old. He's flying up there to live with my uncle for the summer, and he's going to learn what it's like to be real Gwich'in. Yeah, that's so cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, going to go hunting, and he's going to be on the river, you know. like um, Those are experiences that I had growing up, and they never leave you. It forms your identity, and it gives you a space in this world where you can always say, I'm Gwich'in. You mm -hmm. know, I'm Deneza, I'm Cree. Those things are extremely important for our youth to learn and have to hold as they walk through life. Oh, yeah. After, that's what I, like, I'm learning now is, like, what it means. Or, yeah, I guess we've been talking about all day, like, or I've been sharing all day <laughs> what it means to be a Deneza man and, like, yeah. my journey to finding that. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, but that was what we did today. What, but, so today we were at Burpo's mm -hmm. uh, kind of presenting, holding circle talks. Um, mm -hmm roundtables with students um but i would like to ask you about that when we come back after this short break welcome back to the trail ahead i'm trail Ako, and i'm sitting here with my guest laura doyle linklater um laura today we were at burbo's presenting um and holding space for the moosehide campaign and holding 
uh, circle talks, roundtable, um, just discussion with the students. Um, I know we went through it about like ten times today, but can you run yeah. through me or run me through what uh, yeah, the Newside campaign for is? For sure. So I was basically your moderator today, yes. right? Um, so essentially, um, Bert Bowes reached out to me and they said, you know, we really want to have conversations with our youth. So that's um, important to us to represent these days well. And they said, can you come in and hold these conversations with the students? Mm -hmm. um, and I said, yeah, but again, I'm all about community and I will never walk into a community that isn't mine and represent a day without representation from the local First Nations. Mm -hmm. That's how I was taught. That's how we do things in a good way. So the first person I thought about was inviting, you know, a young man like yourself um, to come in and really be able to have discussions about your journey as a Denizah mm -hmm. man and what that means to you. And maybe just inspire, you know, one of the youth to even mm. just pique their curiosity yeah, even and, if it was just one that'd make the whole day worth it yes 100 percent. you know and i think it's important that like when we talk about gender-based violence um we also have to talk about the indigenous brilliance that we hold you know within ourselves and bring that to light because it's those things that connect us to community that really heal our communities and bring in good energy mm -hmm. and that's what we did today i think we were very successful yeah we had some really great conversations with you they engaged with us um and we spoke about mostly how we honor the women in our lives yeah. and there were some really beautiful you know responses that we got yeah. and even the people that were super quiet i could tell you know they were thinking about it yeah. like you know think about how we treat the women in our lives the life givers and you had some really 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 great stuff to share yeah um for being young it was relatable right yeah. and there was stuff that i hadn't heard before either you know as uh, i'm not going to tell you how old i am <laughs> old enough to have three kids that's what <laughs> um but you know things that you had said i had never heard as an indigenous woman i had never heard of a man's purpose is to create a safe space uh -huh. and make sure that the women around them you know feel safe and yeah. are living a good life and you know that that kind of hit me that mm -hmm. I, I in all my years on this earth never heard that yeah. so it was beautiful for our students to have someone like you to look up to in the community that yeah. they'll see walking these streets and being at you know drumming for the rest of their life that's a good role model yeah. and i thank you for coming and doing this with me today because i literally <laughs> called you and was like yo trail so uh we're gonna do this thing you yeah. on board and you're like yeah sure and <laughs> i don't think you had any idea what you're signing up for yeah. but you did it and it turned out great yeah it was super fun well yeah. i was just trying to go there obviously it is a school i was trying to go to that <laughs> school to learn and like to see yeah. how you moderated the conversations how you like um steered my like off on a tangent storytelling yeah and yeah like, oh, wait, bring, can bring it back to here let's uh, yeah ever indigenous this guy you ask him like one question and it was like he could go on for like three days that's how you know like that's how you know he's been taught by older people because it's never just an easy answer yeah. it'll take you on a journey mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. at the end you will get your answer yeah, you're gonna learn something today it might not be what you asked for but it'll be something maybe one day yeah <laughs> yeah 
so that's what we did today. And I think just holding space with youth and giving them a place where they see a man being vulnerable and sharing his story and really just, you know, taking chances on life because your story is one of discovery and growing as mm -hmm. all of ours is. But it's not often we talk about it. We don't talk about that vulnerability as males. Like, yeah. I'm not a male, but I mean, men in general, especially, right. you know, men of color, uh -huh. you know, indigenous men too. Yeah. So it's important for them to hear that, you know, your journey is taking you to all these amazing places and that you're giving back to your community and that's something you can be proud of. Yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely is important. Well, like, to be vulnerable, it's mm -hmm. super important. As an indigenous man, like, like, um, mm -hmm. like, um, I might not tell them, but like all my homies that I have conversations with where they're like talking about something that like hurt them, but not <laughs> physically like, oh yeah, I took a puck to the face or whatever. It's like, no, something that like they went through that like mm -hmm. um, maybe in a tra traumatic experience or just like a, sh a not good situation. Um, they, uh, it's, it's really important to be involved or well vulnerable as an indigenous man because it heals you yeah. or like it might not feel like it. It might hurt when you're talking about it, but like... Yeah talking through it and just even just it's simply even just once expressing that you were hurt yeah heals you and it's like whenever i hear any of my homies like being vulnerable with me i'm like yes yes <laughs> yes come here give me a hug come yeah. on bro well it's important because you know like our communities are there to support one another and if we don't speak about you know the things that affect us in life we can't heal from them mm -hmm. and that's why we're there that's why we're having those conversations with youth because we need to teach that next generation that we're there to support them. Yeah. You know, I'm not Deneza, but they know Auntie Laura is there. Yeah. You know, so that's important. And yeah. they trust me when I bring someone in. They trust mm -hmm. that, you know, the person I'm bringing in is someone that they can go to and talk to. Yeah. And I'm happy that we made those ties in the community. Yeah. I was worried yeah. about that when we were going in there this morning because I was like, these kids don't know me. Like, <laughs> I went to Kearney, I've never been to Burt Bowes. Yeah. Like I went into the gym once for 10 minutes and that was like 10 years ago. <laughs> um, but I was like, I don't like, they won't know me. I don't know how much they'll be like open to like even ask questions to be comfortable yeah. enough in like what were we, quick 20 minutes with each class. Yeah. Well, like the grades seven to nine, I mean, they're just so awkward anyway, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Like that age group, yeah. but you know, it was so cool to go back there and bring you there and show you, you know, the schools and the youth and being able to do that together i think was super cool and they still called me auntie deadly which was like awesome, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> it's anti vibes man they're comfortable around you they know if when you come around nobody's gonna mess with them <laughs> yeah like, it felt like you know and even when you were sitting in the circle and the young gentleman you know was speaking beaver and oh yeah that was amazing yeah, yeah. It yeah. felt like my entire work there wasn't for nothing. Uh -huh. That they knew when they met somebody that was Deneza that they said that out of respect, yeah. you know, and that they're going to pass that on. They're going to know. Yeah. And that's beautiful. Yeah. You know, it's a small win, but yeah. it's a big one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, something I could ask you. When that did happen, uh, this young, young boy, this will lead us into our B word of the day. Um, but um, the young boy, he said Jahanache. Mm -hmm. And then I heard it, and it was like, because they were all talking, all shuffling mm -hmm. into the class, getting into their um, or their circle seats. And then um, I was like sitting there, and then they were just, it was like, oh, whatever, like uh, babbling on, and then you can't really hear anybody's word. But I heard that. I heard Johanna Jane. It was like, sounded loud, but it was, well, he was close. But um, <laughs> like how, what's the best way, like as somebody who's worked with youth for a while and, um, has anti-vibes um like how could i harbor them to like um uh like encourage them to speak more 
um, just being present and making it yeah. engaging. Yeah. Like, honestly, when I went into the classrooms, they all be, like, slouched down in their chair looking at me. Like, it wasn't easy mm-hmm. to, like, talk to them, but I have... Um, a loud voice I got the anti-voice yeah. right and engaging but I brought in prizes I mean I don't I'm not above yeah. bribery when it comes to that <laughs> age like yeah. I will bribe you with a van sticker and that's what I did all year yeah. so I actually went in oh, because I that heard was them mentioned <laughs> van sticker. I was like what are vans? Yeah, yeah we had this guy come in and he brought all these van stickers and like um Teresa um hip kiss she gave me some and she's like can you use these I was like oh yeah I totally use these yeah. so when I went in to do classes like I actually taught them Gwich'in I did a little bit of Métis um, I did French with them like a little bit of everything yeah. right but being on Denny's our territory I you know went on first voices and made the language and worked with some people in the community to get that language so that I could teach it properly mm-hmm. um just little I called it conversational Denny's so like just like hello how are you mm-hmm. my name is what's yeah. your name those types of things yeah. um and I would say okay so the person who engages the most today gets a sticker and on Wednesday they get to come and make Bannock with me yeah and like they lived for Bannock Wednesday <laughs> like I mean they were like hands up like it was like Oprah was giving away cars you think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I was taking them out of math class or what but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah awesome. so I just really engaged them and made it fun because you know at that age that's what it's about they're they're competitive and mm-hmm. they want to learn and they clearly retained it you oh, know yeah. well you like the fruits of your labor were definitely <laughs> there today but uh yeah yeah and then uh yeah you did a great job getting them to speak because even just that one kid that said Jahanache, yeah i was like oh that's awesome to hear yeah. but uh yeah he said Jahanache to me but that'll lead us into our next segment beaver word of the week and we'll be right back this is the trailhead i'm trail echo this is lower link later <laughs> Welcome back to the Trail Ahead. I am your host, Trail Echo. This has been brought to you by the Fortune John Co-op. Um, this is your beaver word of the day, of the week. Me and Laura here were just talking about um, one of the students that we met today was, uh, was, a little, was a young fella that just said Jahanache to me. All the kids were piling in and it was loud, but I heard that crystal clear and I was like, oh, that's so cool. So I think it was right that we use that as a beaver word of the week. So the word is ja ha na now, ja ha na j, ja ha na j. I kind of went oh, a little different with my tones, but you get it. Uh, it doesn't matter how you pronounce it, just say it. But yeah, ja na j means how are you. It's hello, how are you. It's just a greeting. And then I know I was um, uh, suggesting the, to the kids if they ever see an elder, if they ever see um, anybody that they want to talk to around town that is indigenous, walk up to them and say ja ha na j. And I guarantee that they will be happy to hear that and be happy to answer any question you have. That's been your Beaver Word of the Week. This is The Trail Ahead. I'm Trail Echo. This has been brought to you by the Fortune John Co-op. Welcome back to The Trail Ahead. I am Trail Echo. I'm sitting here with my guest, Laura, Link- Laura Doyle Linklater. This has been a lovely conversation. We talked about what we did today, um, the advocacy and holding space for the Moosehack campaign. Um, but I would like to know more about you. You're, it was super cool seeing you uh, conduct yourself with the students, um, the respect and the relationship that you've built with them, and how we're every we're, we walked upstairs and every hallway, every around every corner, there was a kid saying, "Oh, hi, Laura! Hi, Laura!" And then they were mentioning like stickers that you gave them like two years ago. <laughs> and it was super cool. Yeah, yeah. No, it's great. It was like the ultimate homecoming. It was really good. But yeah, what do you want to know? Um, 
what are you up to now? And what are you going to do? Because you've told me something cool that you're going to do near Yellowknife soon. Yeah, yeah. So I was born in Yellowknife, um, which is, this is pretty cool that I'm going back there. Uh, My journey of tanning hides and getting back to community language um, and that type of work. I've really wanted to immerse myself in a program um, that would kind of help foster, you know, my ancestral strengths Mm -hmm. of high tanning, you know, doing beadwork, land-based education. And I really wanted to be able to take the knowledge that I have and go into communities and work with communities. That's where my passion is. Um, So I applied at Dechinta, which is a land-based university essentially um in the north uh they have accredited programs through ubc and i was accepted to the institute for critical indigenous studies it's a faculty of arts at ubc um to do a program called the land loves us back and it's essentially teaching me um but also participating in a land-based program for three weeks Mm -hmm. up there where i will be working on hides with other like-minded people and learning how to um, really facilitate community work. Yeah. So the program's called The Land Loves Me Back? Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily, like, point towards, like, um, like just working on hides the whole time. Like, what else are you no. expecting? So we talk a lot about, like, self-determination, yeah. um, sovereignty, self-governance, um, decolonization of mindsets, um, mm-hmm. how we live our life. So there's a lot that's going to be woven into it. There's um, an academic aspect of it, too, where we're doing book work. So yeah. it's not just land work. Um, there are, I believe, Dechinta is opening up even to um, have PhD students eventually. Like, what? they're really killing it in the game that's of, like, cool. Indigenous education. Like, yeah. I've been wanting to take part in this program forever, but it just never was my time. Yeah. And I now have the capacity to do that work. Um, and it just feels right. So moving forward, um, what I do um, is community work, and I want to continue to do that in the best way um, that I can offer my resources to people is by getting educated. Yeah. You know, I do have a lot of lived experience, um, yeah. but it never hurts to continue that, you know, and see perspectives from other places. And, you know, I guess you could say I'm hoarding so that I can mm-hmm. help share and, you know, be in other communities because that's what I really love doing. Oh, yeah. Well, I can mm-hmm. tell well, just by, like, getting to, like, facilitate today with you is, like, yeah. like your, I don't know, your teaching methods are a little different. Maybe <laughs> that's just, is that just from, like, a different, like, like, is that just from an Indigenous worldview, or is that, like, just how you carry yourself, or? I think it's just how I carry myself. Um, I, where I come from, you know, we learn by just being around people. Yeah. You know, when you're in community, people talk and they tell stories, but no one tells you what to do. Yeah. No one tells you how to conduct yourself. You just yeah. learn that by transmission, by the people around you. Yeah. So I think um, myself walking in two worlds, you know, I am a white passing Gwich'in woman and mm-hmm. having to kind of legitimize myself within communities, I do have to speak a lot. I have an obligation as a white passing female to use my voice Mm -hmm. um so the way i conduct myself is going to be different than how someone else does and i use my voice to really i don't know amplify indigenous voices and i'm not a quiet person never have been (laughs) well you definitely have amplified like my voice all day today yeah yeah and that's what's important to me, yeah. you know, like if I were to go into a Cree territory, I would never go there representing anything without an elder, without a community member. Mm-hmm. And that's why it was so important to have you there today. And I'm really thankful that, you know, you joined the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And I hope we get to work together more in the future. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, I hope so too. Yeah. Um, hopefully you can come to Doig and do some moosehide stuff with us. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, and that would be amazing. And I think like um, your your stance on like indigenous education and like how to hold space as an indigenous person is very important. And yeah. I'd love for people. I'd, I'd was, love for you to share more yeah. to more people. Yeah, well, you know, I was taught growing up that not every person's going to grow up and leave school or even finish school. Mm -hmm. um, but what we're trying to do as Indigenous people is raise good community members, people that love their community, love their people, and love who they are. Mm -hmm. um, you know, going into post-secondary education was never something I thought I would do. And at my ripe old age, I just got accepted to um, University of Victoria mm -hmm. to finish my bachelor's degree um, in social work with yeah. an Indigenous focus, um, which is huge for me. But I was never a good student. I grew up in the bush, yeah. you know, and I want to teach kids that if you want to go to your community and that's what you want to do and you want to hold a PhD in snaring rabbits, you do that. Yeah. You know, I want to empower youth to be indigenous and strong and who they are because yeah. that's something when I was growing up I didn't have I did it but I was the one off yeah. coming to town all you know bushed out and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know just like trying to go to school every day sitting there thinking oh man I could be in the bush doing so many different things mm -hmm. you know and that's all right too yeah. you know formal education isn't for everyone and our students at the school and our kids they go out to their communities every weekend and they come back and tell me about their adventures. And those are things that people wait their entire lifetime to do, mm -hmm. you know, and these kids experience it every weekend yeah. in their communities. And it, I think that's so wicked. It is. It's so sick. Yeah. So sick to see young people get to do it. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah. Um, so you do some pretty cool stuff. Um, you do moosides um, in your city, right in front of your garage. Um, yeah. You do post about it. Um, yeah. How can people find you to see the cool stuff you do? Yeah, so I'm just in the process of starting my contracting company called Gwinzi & Co. So G-W-I-N-Z-I-I & Co. will be my hashtag or handle, I guess you could say, yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, right now it's Shoethly, um, S-H-O-H-I-H-L-I-I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, on Instagram. And if you want to follow along, you know, on this journey that I'm through of like, discovery as an urban indigenous person now yeah. um for sure engage i love that you know yeah. i love meeting people so yeah well i'd like to thank you for joining me on this um on another episode of the trail ahead um yeah thank you so much for being here thank you for involving me in your um day today being able to hold space with students um but yeah thank you so much i hope to have you on again next week um <laughs> This has been The Trail Ahead. I'm Trail Echo. This program is brought to you by the 14 John Co-op. Sinéche Gainéa. I'm glad you came. Merci.